Everywhere we turn, we are faced with hot mess mom culture, celebrating the messier the more mom you are. And while yes, motherhood is messy and full of labor and love, I'm here to bring light to the claims Satan has on our lives as mothers. We are not messes. We are masterpieces designed by God on purpose for a purpose. So join me for a conversation about stewardship as we seek to intentionally multiply all God has blessed us with in motherhood, marriage, life, and faith. Let's focus like Philippians 4.8 calls us on whatever is true, wholesome, noble, right, pure, lovely, peaceful, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise. Together, we can raise a generation of masterpieces and steward our lives in a way that matters most. Oh, friend, I am so excited for today. Um, I had a whole other episode planned for you. But man, the Holy Spirit just washed over me and these words started flowing. And so I am excited. We are going to talk today about stewarding our words. It is something I am so passionate about. Um, little story, I was at the pool the other day with Levi and Luke, and I was sitting between two groups of women. And for over 30 minutes, I heard these women talking so poorly about people in our community, uh, gossiping, tearing each other down, talking about things they had no business talking about. And please hear me when I say this, I am not judging. I have been the deliverer of horrible words. I have torn people down with my mouth. Um, I have gossiped. I have slandered. I have lied. I have done all of those things. But it was just incredible to me um, that I was just hearing it so openly. Um, And I wanted to talk a little about it today because it matters. Our words matter. Um, Luke 6.45 says, Out of the heart... The mouth speaks. So whatever is in our heart, in our soul, is going to pour out of our mouths. And it just made me reflect on my time in the mountains with my friends this weekend. I really can't remember a time when we were sitting there tearing anyone down uh, with our words. You know, and I'm not boasting. I'm saying that as the Lord changes our heart, he will change our words. And so if we look at scripture, Proverbs 18.21 says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruits. Our words have power. They can either build up or tear down. They can give life or they can hear death. Please hear me. This is not an episode on judgment and this is not an episode on cussing or using the word bottom instead of but. This is us talking about the power of our words to change the course of someone's life. Have you ever heard one of those stories where somebody's like a fourth grade teacher told me that I had a really great ability to write and so I became a writer. Our ability to use words is a God-given gift. Human language and communication was given to us by the Lord and it should be stewarded as such. It should be stewarded with joy and wisdom and gratitude. You know, way back when, a long time ago, somebody once told me in the middle of a discussion we were having, your boys will be embarrassed of you one day. 
And those words have hung in my heart and in my head for so long. And at first they weakened me. You know, they I gave them those words over to Satan and I allowed it to embed insecurity and self-consciousness. But over time, God used that to change my heart for the power of words. And he slowly built me back up and gave me grace for the person that had spoken those words to me and actually gratitude for that person because because she said those words to me, I went on a journey of finding out the power of words. And so I am coming to you today um, just wanting to speak life into you and words of life into you. Like Proverbs said, gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Our words literally have power over our health. So I always say, if you say you can, you're right. Whatever you think, you're right. And so our thoughts become our words, become our actions, and they become our lives. Our words have power over our children, over our spouses, over our friendship, over people in the community, over our leaders in government. We are bearers of God's word. So whether we are sharing Jesus or talking about our plans for the weekend or even disciplining our kiddos, Our words need to be evidence of the truth to a watching and listening world. Our words have so much power. And the way we use them and choose to say them can either give life or tear down. I've been good at giving words of life today to my son. I was not so good of giving words of life to my husband five minutes ago. And so there is grace in this journey of building up and changing. There is so much grace. God didn't call us to be perfect. He called us to steward our blessings and live a life that speaks to his glory. So hear me, friend. I'm not coming to you from a place of I've got it all together. My mouth can get me in so much trouble and it has over the years and I have done some horrible things and said some horrible things um, and yuckiness has spilled out of my heart with my words. I have word vomited all over people but when we think about the way our words impact others and the kingdom of God we can literally change someone's future with our lives. So these are five ways that we can steward our words wisely. First, we have to be thinking about it. So let's think about, take every thought captive and think, if I say this out loud, will this be a good steward of my words? So are we encouraging? Number one, are we encouraging others? Are we using words to edify our brothers and sisters in Christ? Are we helping them? Are they we building them up? Are we communicating with them that they are beloved, that they are worthy, that they are uh, cherished, that they are wonderfully made, that their goals matter, that their um, 
the way they're loving their family matters? Are we speaking words of life over our spouses? Are we encouraging them in their work? Are we showing them honor? So number two, our words can affirm, heal, and comfort. So number one, they can encourage, but they can also affirm that what somebody is doing is good. Bring healing where there has been hurt. You know, when somebody told me that, it took me almost two years to come back around and say, you know what, when you said that, it really hurt. When you didn't come back around and check on me after you said that, that really hurt. But because I took time to heal, I was able to heal relationship with words rather than lashing out when my heart wasn't healed yet from that. And then we can bring words of comfort. You know, God doesn't waste our pain. When he comforts us through hard times, we can then offer those words that he spoke to our hearts to help comfort others. So if somebody's gone through a miscarriage or child loss, something horrific in their lives, a loss of a marriage or a friendship, when we experience God's comfort and God's um, just words of gentleness over our lives, we can then speak those out loud to others. So number one, we use our words to encourage. Number two, we can use those words to affirm and heal and comfort. Number three, we can speak blessings over people's lives. The very words of the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit is living inside us. When God said, let there be light, there was. So when we pray and speak blessings over our friends, our words have power. So when I speak a blessing over a friend, let her days be effective and Lord, let her um, the outcome of her day be multiplied. Our prayers and our words can be a blessing to others. And so we need to use them. We need to use them well. And we need to speak blessings over our friends and our families. We need to speak blessings over our church leaders and our community leaders and our government leaders. Our words have power. Number four, sometimes our words do have to share hard things, but what we can do is share truth and honesty in love. That in love part, the part that Jesus cares so deeply about, is the key to transforming the way we speak truth and the way we speak honesty. You know, um, I often worry, wonder if um, the way we speak love and truth can ultimately change a situation. So let's give you a situation. Recently, I was told, um, you need to be in family counseling. And I thought, gosh, that hurt. Like the way that it was said was just not terribly loving. And this person loves me deeply. But the way those words were spoken were not terribly loving. They were not terribly well-timed. Um, and we talked about it afterwards. And I said, you know what? If you had come to me and said, hey, you know, I see you struggling in this area. I see you um, 
having a hard time disciplining your child. Have you thought about family counseling? You know, maybe it would be an area where you can be brought freedom um, in this area of life. And the gentleness and the loving nature of a the way we say something can change drastically the same thought. So when we have thoughts, we need to also think about using them and stewarding them wisely. That's why I'm saying, do our words encourage? Do they affirm, heal, and comfort? Do they bless the person we're sharing them with? Do they share truth and honesty, but in a loving way? And lastly, um, do our words bring peace and unity. Proverbs 6, 16 and 19 lists a bunch of things that God hates. Three of them have to do with our words. Three of the seven of the things God hates deal directly with the way we communicate. It talks about a lying tongue, bearing false witness, and stirring up dissension among the brothers and sisters. So in the flip side, God loves peace, he loves words that bring unity, and he loves words that bring restoration. You know, God, uh, Jesus died to, um, you know, bring, bring peace to our hearts, to uh, reconcile us with God um, so that we can come boldly before his throne, and our words can also bring reconciliation. Our words should bring peace and unity wherever we go. And when we speak in a way that doesn't bring peace or unity, God hates it. He hurts with us when we hear those words. So friend, if you are giving words, let them bring peace and unity. If you are receiving words that are hurtful, pray about it, friend. Because when we lash out in anger, that is also sin. God got angry. Jesus flipped tables for Pete's sakes. But the way he spoke was always in a way to bring about unity with the Father for us. And so I pray that um, we would be conscious of the way we use words, that it, we wouldn't have a lying tongue, that we wouldn't be spreading gossip or bearing false witness and God that we wouldn't be dis, stirring up dissension with our friends that our words would be encouragement affirmation healing comfort blessings love truth honesty peace and unity those are what we can do those are five ways we can steward our words wisely so let's talk about five prayers that we can pray today to be good stewards of our words. One, that we would be a lover and pursuer of wisdom, that there would be wisdom in our hearts and out of that our words would flow, that our words would be kind, pleasant, and loving, that they would not that we would not chatter aimlessly, but encourage and be purposeful in the way we speak, that our words would give life and build up the kingdom, and that we would be sensitive to the nudges of the Holy Spirit and the words he would have us say and the words that he would not have us say. So one, that we would be a lover and pursuer of wisdom. Number two, that our words would be kind, pleasant, and loving. Number three, 
that we would not chatter aimlessly, but we would encourage and be purposeful. Number four, that our words would give life and build up the kingdom. And number five, we would be sensitive to the nudges of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for communication. We thank you that it helps build community. God, we pray that we would be good stewards of it as we live our lives. Father, give us wisdom in our days and understanding of your scripture so that we can live it out and speak it out so that a hurting world can come to know and love you better. Thank you, Jesus, for your gift on the cross. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your gift uh, that you give us daily of your presence and comfort. May we be a blessing to those we are around. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.